This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 600. Listen to Luis for Beyond Band 7.5. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now let's get to the show. Today, you'll meet Luis, a determined Three Keys student who got listening eight, reading and speaking 7.5, and writing seven. Listen up for amazing tips for all four IELTS sections. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get confident. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hello, IELTS Energy listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, get ready to be inspired and motivated. We have a very special guest today, a three-key student who just got above the scores he needed. Um, Luis, welcome to the show. Hi, Jessica. Thank you very much for having me here. My pleasure. So let's get to it. Luis, what were your most recent scores on the exam? Okay, my most recent scores were 8 in listening, 7.5 in reading, 7 in uh, writing, and 7.5 in speaking. That's amazing. That's awesome. (laughs) And why are you taking IELTS? Why did you need these scores? Oh, I need to take this uh, IELTS because I am planning to, to start a process to immigrate to Canada. Awesome. So it's a requirement to complete the IELTS with good score. That's fantastic. So we have a lot of students who are looking for that express uh, entry visa. So I know you need like an eight, seven, 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 right? Eight on listening, sevens and the rest. So you got beyond that. You got, yes. <laughs> you did even better than that. That's awesome. Congratulations, man. That's so cool. Thank um, you very much. So let's talk about how you did it. Um, okay. Because you took the exam a couple times before and couldn't nail that eight in listening. So what did you do to raise that listening score? Okay, first first of all, um, I I tried to analyze what I was doing wrong. Of course, uh, I reviewed the, the strategies of the listening section. Uh-huh. Then I remember I was in the Facebook uh, group from, from the tricky students. Uh-huh. And I saw one of your posts. You recommended to some of the students to look for podcasts made for native speakers. Yes. So I started downloading some uh, podcasts for native speakers. And that was one of the uh, tips I did after that. That's awesome. That makes all the difference. Like if yes. you're already at a seven for listening, like you'd already done the course. You knew the strategies, right? 
you could get a seven. So the difference, guys, listeners out there, if you're trying to go from a seven to an eight or a nine, the difference is the comprehension. And this is this is totally opposite from reading because reading, it's not about comprehension. It's all about strategies. But listening is different. Listening, it is about the comprehension. So if you know the strategies, which are pretty simple for listening, then you must be listening to native speaker podcasts to raise the comprehension. And you raised your score by a whole band point. So I mean, it worked. Um, can you recommend some podcasts that you got into? Okay. Yes. When I started searching for a podcast, the first one I encountered was uh, High Performance Habits. Oh, interesting. By Brendan Borchardt, something like that. It's what? an audiobook. Yeah. Oh, it's an audiobook. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Then, oh, sorry. I added another one, which is called Something You Should Know. Is that an yeah. audiobook or a podcast? That is a podcast. That's the second one. And There's what is that about? Know. There's something you should know. They always tell you like different um, facts. For instance, like, do you know uh, what's the influence on test takers when they don't drink too much water? And they speak like for 10 minutes about the topic, like three different topics huh. per podcast. Oh, that's good. So did that also like teach you to drink more water and hydrate before the exam? Yes, actually... <laughs> That's something funny happened in my third and my last attempt because of that podcast I read. <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. Oh, I love it so much. Guys, you never know what you are going to learn or hear on a podcast that could change your life. It could be in a small way. It could be in a big way. But I know that just random podcasts have like taught me tidbits that have really helped me to be motivated, organize my time more efficiently, and like live a better life. You never know what you're going to learn. Oh, that's so fantastic. I love it. Okay, cool. And then reading. So reading 7.5. Did you have to do a lot of like reading practice tests before that day? Or what do you think got you that 7.5 for reading? Well, of course, the strategies, they're very helpful. The, the scanning, the... Checking, uh, I think I'm, I mix them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course, uh, the, of course, the strategies in the first place, and then I remember you will constantly t- telling us to read news such as Portland news or so. Yeah. I like to read USA Today. Cool. So I installed Twitter and I follow the the Twitter of USA Today. So every day in the morning oh. before I go to my work, before I start my to, in my job, I always read the news, couple of news. Awesome. Or when I'm when I have a free time, I just open the app and start reading some news. That's a good yeah. tip <laughs> because you know, like I don't do Twitter. I just don't. I don't do it. <laughs> yeah. I have enough, like you know, online things that I have to do anyway. So I've just, I just haven't gone that route, and so I never think about recommending that. But guys, that's an excellent piece of advice for, you know, this idea of trying to immerse yourself in English whenever you can. So these are little tidbits that you could fit in, like Louis said, in the morning, on a break, just fit in that English wherever you can. That's awesome. That's so good. Um, <laughs> maybe I'll maybe I'll have to add Twitter into some strategies soon. Okay, awesome. Um, and then speaking 7.5, that's crazy. That's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, the funny fact is that actually I'm not in my personality. Is I'm not very like outgoing, very social. 
Yeah. So that was my challenge, but I, I got a 7.5. I think I did well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of students would agree. I think everyone listening would agree with you, Louise. Um, so if you're not very outgoing when you speak Spanish in your daily life, how did you change that for the speaking exam? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, of course, first of all, as I mentioned before, I, I, I did the speaking module. I took the, the, the strategies. But then after I learned the strategies, I need to put, the, to put them into practice. Yeah. In order to improve. So I was like, I need someone who by nature, like naturally can speak like fluently. Yeah. So my wife is kind of opposite to me in that way. <laughs> so... Yeah, so basically I asked her, like, you know, what adjectives should I add when I speak? Like, my emotions, where should I make more intonation? Ah. So, yeah, I basically I found a person who is more, like, social. Yeah. To help me to be, like, teach me how to be more social, how to be more, you know, how to express emotions while talking and how to use adjectives, proper adjectives, like that. <laughs> so is your wife, like, fluent in English? Yes, I, she, she actually she studied in in England. Oh wow! But okay. we speak Spanish all the time, so we never use English sure. <laughs> between us. <laughs> so was she was she doing? Were you guys doing this in English or Spanish? Uh first in Spanish, and then she was checking me when I was speaking in English. So I basically I focus this intonation, and I and then I use the vocabulary in English, like kind of translate it into the course with English. Yeah. And yeah. That's fantastic. Oh my gosh, I love that so much. Um, guys, that's that's a really good tip, though, if you are not naturally expressive, because you know that your score depends on you being expressive. I mean, it doesn't matter what your, you know, natural inclinations are. You have to have a bigger personality on the exam. And and I, I can't imagine how tough that is if you're not even used to doing that in your first language. So I love this idea of finding a role model, finding someone that expresses themselves in the way you want to on the exam and asking that person, where does this emotion go? Like, what should I be expressing when I say this? That's so great. And, you know, I've had students, not everybody has access, luckily, to a spouse who is outgoing and fluent in English. <laughs> so, guys, you can do this just by finding a role model on YouTube or an actor or actress that you admire and watching clips of them and mimicking them. When you could feel what it's like to express yourself like an outgoing person, then that teaches you how to do it yourself, right? So that's amazing. Um, okay, super cool. So, um, Luis, let's talk about the writing. Hello? Yeah, I'm back. Sorry. Okay, that's okay. Um, okay, so let's talk about that writing seven. So many students are struggling to go beyond a six or a 6.5. So how did you get that seven? 
Oh, uh, I feel so repetitive. But <laughs> <laughs> following the the writing module, like do uh, all the module. If you choose a thirty day or six day um, roadmap, yeah, just follow follow every step by like by as as, it's, as instructed. And then once I I finish all the module, I made like a kind of I, I took a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And I made like the linking words. What should I put in the beginning? Then yes, like in the middle and and then and the conclusion. So I put my keywords and the ones that I feel more comfortable with, like more familiar. Try not to Im- improvise like in the during the exam, and practicing like taking some uh, writing questions and then trying to do the writing test with timing. Yes, totally. Okay, Luis, you just shared three amazing pieces of advice that I want to (laughs) highlight because these are things that everybody has to do if they're going to get a seven or higher for writing because that's a lot of people's Achilles heel, you know, that a lot of times they may be able to get the scores in the other three parts, but then writing, they're just like stuck at a six or 6.5. So guys, these three things will help you first make your own template, right? Look at models. I mean, our, our course gives you exactly what you need to make that template. Like Louise said, you have all the highest level linking phrases. You know exactly how to organize your essay. So make, so take that, take that information, choose the phrases you like, because there's a lot to choose from in the writing module. So choose the phrases you like, make your own template. Cause the fact is you only have to write one essay. <laughs> you only have to write one task too, right? So yes. choose what you like, make that template and then practice using it with with timing. Guys, you have to time yourself for two to three weeks before the exam. It's a must. And then that third piece of advice I love on the exam, don't improvise. I love that so much. <laughs> um, like we just had a comment in the in the um the course Facebook group this morning, like Somebody was saying that um, this is a problem solution question, but I don't think it's a problem. So how should I write this essay? I'm like, it doesn't matter what you think, you guys. Don't like, don't make it more complicated. Just make it simple. Use the templates you know work to get the highest scores. That's it. Like, don't take risks on exam day. You know, if you know this is what gets a seven or higher then use it. I mean, don't like make something up on the exam. Just like, oh, but I think this will be better. Don't take risks on exam day. That's a huge piece of advice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Luis, thank you so much for coming on the show today. This is a ep- an episode that is chock full of advice for our students. And guys, if you want to get that 30-day plan, that 60-day plan, follow every single step on there. Get the scores you need for whatever your goals are after IELTS. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. All right, Luis, thank you so much for coming on the show today and congratulations. Thank you very much, Jessica. You worked so hard. You deserve these scores and we are very proud of you. So stay in touch and good luck in Canada. Thank you. All right, Luis, have a good day. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.